we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We're not dressed for this. I don't ever bring you guys around me like that. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here, and I'm here with my co-host for all things Roni, our ladies of NYC, Armin. How you doing? Eddie, that was a very special episode of New York. I am still <laughs> laughing out loud. That scene where they're all like exiting the house and pushing each other in and out and dragging each it was beautiful. Like that, that scene was gorgeous. Basically, everything they're saying is indecipherable, but you could hear that one guy who says, is this every night for you, ladies? Yeah, that, that was Eddie, by the way. Oh, those are the, the episodes that really define the ethos of Roni. That, that takes me back to Tequila in season mm, nine. Mm, mm, it takes me back trip. to Turks and Caicos. Uh, the Turks and Caicos trip. It takes me back to every single time in the Berserkshires. And this was the Berserkshires replacement because... Oh, it was. You know, As unfortunately, know. flooded. So flooded, that was completely gutted. wonderful, Eddie. I really had a good time. And again, it's another one of those Roni episodes where you can argue there's not a lot of drama per se. We're going to talk about the Luann thing. We're going to talk about a lot of the signature moments. Um, but there isn't that like traditional housewives drama, but it's yeah. entertaining. It's an hour of good fun and it's a, an hour where you want to spend time with every last cast member. Except give, for Sonia, give Sonia Morgan the gold. So that's all I got to say. And I'm just going to ignore your Tinsley hate because you know what? We love Tinsley in this household. Okay. I have to say, um, wait, can I just say this? Since I made that joke, she had a great sure. episode. She did. She was fun this episode. Like, she, and look, and the preview for next yeah. episode, I think Leah's going to bring out a side of Tinsley that you're going to really like. You're flipping to Team Tins. I could. And that's the thing. I'm just honest with you. You know, I don't hold any uh, biases. Like, for example, you'll defend Tinsley when, she, when it's indefensible. But for me, that's just who I am. When she steps up, I recognize it. I'm not just going to hate on Tinsley. And she had a good okay. episode. This was great. A lot of fun. I'll point out a couple of the one-liners that I really loved when we get into that. You really enjoyed with Tinsley. Yeah. Um, well, the episode started um, with the ladies going to this like wine tasting, um, and they were upset that Luann wasn't there. <laughs> but as Leah pointed out, if I was newly sober and just got off probation, and my friends invited me to a wine tasting, I think I would pass as well. So there was pretty good reason for Luann not to be there. But um, Ramona decided to play a fun uh, little icebreaker uh, called. <laughs> Tell me about what makes you the most vulnerable or a time when you were the most vulnerable, which is like, what? What are these like games? We, we saw this also um, on Family Karma. I know you don't watch Family Karma, but this week on Family Karma, they did another table game where it was like, say where the person to your left would be at 2 a.m. And it started drama. And I'm like, who are these Bravo producers like feeding these like icebreaker games now to the cast members? Like, all right, everyone, talk about the last time you truly felt alone and were heartbroken to tears share <laughs> i i think they see the success of those organic moments like they showed uh from last season in roni where um ramona and dorinda and bethany right got into that really deep conversation 
But that oh, was yeah. organic, if you remember. Mm-hmm. I think they went to that bar because they didn't want to go to um, the cabaret show, right? They didn't want to go, yeah, see the the lady from Columbia or whatever badly sing cabaret um, with Luann. They decided to go to the Turtle Bar instead. Um, and it was where they all connected over being single mothers with da- uh, daughters. Right. And Ramona uh, and Bethany talked about their childhoods. But if I remember correctly, there wasn't like a planted question. No, it just it, it just happened. It all started, yeah. But people loved that scene, and I think they always try to recreate those scenes that work. But the problem those is, moments. when you try to recreate it, it just comes across as forced. But, but oh my gosh, Sonia! I mean, this episode's just the Sonia show. She really leaned into her Grey Gardens. And oh my god, she was psycho in this. So she was like, "This is where it started." Line, well, my favorite line. <laughs> you can tell she's just hammered. She's like, "We all die and catch dick on the way." Yeah, and that was, was my favorite like, line. Sonia, if that doesn't like sum you up in a nutshell, I don't know what does. I actually want to memorize that monologue and just drop it at any point. You know what I mean? Because she says, um, "And then you die and you catch some dick along the way," and then she starts talking about. Like her the the wall paint. <laughs> Remember, she started talking about the wall yes. paint. As she's everywhere. She's everywhere. And as Dorinda says, she talks about everything but her vulnerabilities. She starts off saying, "You know, I, I last week I was with Ramona, and I was asking the same question. I was, I was bawling and like throwing a shit fit, kind of like what Dorinda does every fifteen minutes nowadays." And I was asking myself, where am I going? How did I get here? All I do is work and, you know, pay the next bill. But then after that, I mean, she just went off the rails. But that's oh, deep in. vintage Sonia. It's perfect. I would love to see, I would love Bravo to release like an unedited, like full version of that entire like speech she gave that night. Because I'm sure it's way more entertaining than what we saw. I'm sure there's some more beautiful tidbits in that, uh, in that speech she gave. The edit was well executed, though. I loved it. It was. It was beautiful. Um, we also got in that um, roundabout more of Leah's story. We got Ramona telling another one of her stories. Um, but Dorinda, we found out, is, like, really not doing well. You know, the things that are going on with her house. But she also feels, like, very alone and lost. And she doesn't know what she's doing. And it kind of is giving a little bit of understanding to why she's maybe acting so, like, psycho this season so far. Like, obviously, there's a lot of things she's dealing with this year yeah if she feels like she has to carry the burden for everyone yeah do you think that john just isn't the right person for her because she pretty much lays it on john she says john's never had responsibilities like this and he can't ever carry the load for her be that anchor i think as she put it well i think the situation with john is he works in her life now, it's like she's become so comfortable with him. Like, he might... I don't think he's the one for her. I don't think he's going to be able to truly fulfill her. Um, he's almost like an like, extended rebound in a way. It's it's weird. It's almost like he's like a rent-a-boyfriend kind of thing. It's like she like found him in a catalog like five years ago and has like a, you know, a three-year warranty. She was supposed to return it two years ago and she's just like, ah, if I just like put new batteries in it and shake it enough it will still work you know the one thing though i'll never forget about john was when dorinda said john sits there and cries with me about richard like he he 
fills this certain void for her. And I think that's why she sticks with him. Because yeah. there's not many people who would do that. Like, you have to admit that's special. Yeah. Right? That's why I wonder if he is sort of this, like, extended rebound guy. Like, obviously, a different role than just a rebound guy. That's way, It's way different. That minimizes his impact in his role. Um, but in the sense that he was the first person she was with after Richard. Yeah. And he very, very explicitly helped her get through her mourning, right? And now she's having a hard time, like, kind of cutting that cord and moving on to a person who who would actually make sense for her because it really yeah. seems like she is not vibing with no, John at all. It seems like I said, it seems like they're just kind of like going through the motions almost at this point. And they're just both, both so comfortable with the situation that they're not really arguing about it. So I don't know. Hopefully Dorinda can understand this and figure this out and find some peace, maybe away from John. But yeah, she's going through it. You can tell she was, she really broke down. It's funny because the first episode, it showed them as being in, in the best place they've ever been, remember? But He's sleeping think- over for the first time, and they're having fun, and they're cooking dinner together, but that wasn't real, obviously. I don't think it was real at all, and I think that's what she was breaking down and being vulnerable for, because she says, you know, I don't really like talk about this with a lot of people, like, I don't tell you guys these things, but like, this is what's really going on. And it was a moment to kind of lift back the curtain and say, hey, like last episode, I was showing everything that John was fine, blah, 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 blah. But like, that's not really the case. Yeah, it's really not, clearly. I think Dorinda deserves the world. Let's see what happens. She's got a new haircut. She's got a new vo- new attitude. She's ready to take on the world. That free dry cleaning, though. Okay, yeah, that's true. It's underrated. But like, but like, you know, <laughs> I have to think, would I give up? Would I give up my freedom for dry cleaning? Uh, who knows? My happiness. Um, let's, it's a question we all pose to ourselves. Oh, for real. It's been, it's been one that's raced across my mind a few times when thinking about, you know, potential mates. Um, let's, let's talk, speaking of potential mates, let's talk about this boy thing uh, that Ramona is kind of dating that seems to have dated everyone else a little bit as well. And he also owns a $30 million home and is a total D-bag and weirdo and creep. $39.99 million. Oh, sorry. Okay, $39.99 million. Sorry, Ramona. Sorry. <laughs> You're just always acting like, this isn't you. I know these people. I know these people are five years. <laughs> acting so fancy. I have to elevate myself with these friends, and I have to stoop lower for you. Insane. Insane. Um, But yeah, so this guy has, uh, the Bravo editors kind of like, laid it on everyone this guy has a storied past he's a little bit uh, uh a little bit of a fancy pants and he's not only um been on dates with ramona and i believe was it sonia bethany oh sorry bethany that's it she's been on dates with ramona and tinsley bethany, and tinsley and tinsley cannot stop talking shit about this guy she's like he was short he was old he was weird i did not vibe with him he's such a ramona guy like you know and Leah's going on in it, too, and she's like, you know, some ladies will do anything for money, talking about Ramona, because Ramona's all over this guy at this party that she's hosting with him. Um, and I did hosting in air quotes, which you guys can't see because you guys don't have cameras, but <laughs> hosting was in air quotes with her freaking shawl. Um, floating around, like, the party, like, with her shawl, like, oh, hello, how do you do, madame? Welcome to my party. Like, Ramona was peak obnoxious this episode. 
I'm like, what is wrong with you? Who do you think you are? I, I like, it was almost Luann level delusion. This is the first of my favorite Tinsley lines. When Tinsley says how Ramona is trying to act all high society. And she's trying to like kind of put Sonia down or act like Sonia um, doesn't understand this lifestyle. And Tinsley's like, Ramona, you're trying to live the way that Sonia once lived, okay? Yeah, exactly. Sonia knows this lifestyle, and she also knows that it's all a facade. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Ramona, you're trying to act like you're better than Sonia right now um, because you are trying to infiltrate this crew. Not even... You you haven't even fully infiltrated this crew. That who would want to infiltrate anyway? Um, but it's well, cl- clearly because she's into the wealth and the status. Yeah, she's into being this stupid social climber. It's disgusting. And Tinsley called it's it so out. Bad. Yeah. And Sonia is the one it. saying, "Just be who you are. I'm being me, right? And I've lived this life. Like Sonia's telling them, I've or has told them in the past. I've lived all of this. She was on P Diddy's yacht." Yeah. Oh, we know. <laughs> Party with Madonna and John John. And Ramona's just being phony and it's just so obnoxious. I loved when Sonia was like, I have more money in the bank than all of these people here. And I don't care. And I was like, oh my God. Does she though? I she's flat broke. But who cares, you know? And that's what I loved. Like, I feel like Sonia was just trolling them the whole time. I know. I know. And I was dying. She was perfect. Okay, when she was first, I have to talk about her hitting on the son of the owner of the house. So was that, that was the on- son? I'm dead ass positive that that was the son. Because when he's sitting there and he was like, he like was kind of flirting back with Ramona when she asked to see his idea and, and the guy was like, no, like was like called him out. I think it's his dad. It was like, what he was like Dave or whatever. No. Yeah. At some point. Um, the, so the dad's name, if he is the dad, his name is John Farrell. Farrell. Yeah. So he goes, Justin, Justin. That was it. Yeah. I, I'm almost, no one would do that, but a dad. That's like right. a dad move. In that moment, I was like, okay, that must be his son or his nephew or something. Yeah, I it's some family, but I was like, Sonia had no shame. It was very was paternal for loving. sure. Oh my god, I was dying. It was such a moment. So we should talk about that Elise moment too. Oh my goodness, I forgot about the Elise moment until you just said it, and how could I forget? It was bizarre. Incredible. And it also, by the way, leads into my second favorite uh, Tinsley one-liner of the episode. So Elise says that um, Tinsley, sorry, Sonia was yes. arm candy uh, to her husband. She was an accessory. Right. That's what she says. An accessory, You were just exactly. his accessory. Because uh, Sonia was telling some story about how she was always embarrassed that uh, he wanted to buy her clothes all the time, that she had to buy clothes and she wanted to do investments or something, like Elise. Yeah. Like Elise was this... You know, smart investor and yeah. money, yeah, like boss. And Sonia's like, I had to buy clothes because he always wanted me to buy clothes. And Lisa's like, Yeah, but that, that's because you were an accessory. And Sonia flips the fuck. Yeah, out. she's done. And they go at it for a while, but Sonia just bullies her into saying, like, that's not true. I take it back. I take it back. Because Sonia's literally like, take it back. Take it back. I was not arm candy. Like, we Causing were partners. such a scene. And the best part about it is that at some point, Sonia just 
turns on Tinsley and she's like, you know, Tinsley was arm candy. Tinsley was an accessory. Yeah. <laughs> and Tinsley didn't even deserve it, if I remember correctly. Like, she didn't do anything. She's just standing there. And she's Sonya's like, there. no, see, I wasn't an ar- uh, arm candy. It was Tinsley who was arm candy. And then in her confessional, Tinsley's like, listen, that was my high school sweetheart. We were the exact same age. Sonia was a cocktail waitress, and she married a guy who was over 100 years old. Now that <laughs> is an accessory. So, so that's where I, I said to myself, Tinsley's having a great episode. Armin, I'm happy you're saying this. And I, I want to tell you, I think what's making Tinsley so much more fun is that she has someone her age on mm. her team in the cast. You think so? She's, she's able to be the funny, like, cool, like, real Tinsley because she has Leah, who's her, her age. She doesn't feel like she's a little sister and has to act a certain way around these ladies where she's going to get scolded if she's out of line or whatever. I think... This has been like, this is the golden ticket with Tinsley was Leah. And I'm sad now that Tinsley won't be coming back because I feel like we're going to get a Tinsley that we really love and maybe a Tinsley that will follow to Chicago. I do wish that Tinsley would say those lines in the moment. Like both of those lines I've pointed out were from confessionals and I'm not, I'm not diminishing them. They're good. But in that moment when Sonia called her out, she just walked away. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to deal with this. She walks away. I would love for her to fight back in the moment, but she doesn't really have that spirit. You know, that no, fighting she back spirit. Have that, yeah. That's not who she is. It's not She's who she is. a little is. bit timid. Um, but I think that would make for better reality TV. Just get her a little bit drunk, we'll, which we'll see soon. It looks like we'll get that next episode, but and fingers crossed. Whenever she has fought back, she's been great. Like the Luann moment from last season. When Luann kind of snapped at her, saying like, "Oh, you're having another drink, or you're slurring your words, or whatever," yeah. and Tinsley's like, "Yeah, Luann, I can drink." That was great. I just wish we saw more of that, and that's a part of why I don't love Tinsley. I don't, you know, think she's a great housewife. But this was a good episode for her, for sure. I, I'd be lying if I said otherwise, you know. Well, I'm appreciating your appreciation of Tinsley. Um, <laughs> I, I have to throw you a bone sometimes. <laughs> uh, you do. You do. Um, that Elise moment, though, was was good. It seems like we are going to be getting a lot more of Elise. Like I had mentioned before, she is going to be a friend of. And um, I don't know if I like her. I don't know. I think the fact that she's friends with Ramona and that's her entry to the group is already going to leave a bad taste in my mouth because I hate this new, like, Group of Ramona's friends. Um, well, not did her you new hear friends, what Elise her was saying? Her extensions. Well, did you hear what Elise was saying? She's like Sonia. I knew you back then. I've known. I knew you. Uh, in your heyday, she's like you used to bring men to their knees. Do you remember that line? Yeah. So Elise has known Sonia for twenty plus years. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like they always get along. It seems, I mean, with the whole accessory comments. Right, but um, she's not just one of Ramona's new friends is what I mean. No, yeah, no, I, I know she's not one of the new friends, but I'm saying like her being a friend of Ramona and I feel like she's already hanging with this group that Ramona's already with. I don't like the 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 friends of the friends. I don't like these extensions is what I'm going to say. Um, well, I think based on the fact that she knew Sonia in Sonia's old life, I think we can surmise that she is one of these like high society hoity-toity oh, types. Oh, she is. Yeah. yeah. And that's why yeah, Ramona I mean, likes her knows, so much. Exactly. And that's why I think I don't like her so much. Because I feel like right. she's going to have a certain air about her. A, a, an air that's going to be similar to um, the new Beverly Hills Housewife Sutton. 
um, which we'll get to we'll on get our to Beverly that. Hills recap. Um, but I kind of got the similar taste with her. Um, I don't know. I'm just not, I'm not a fan of Elise. I really am already anti Elise. You know, I never like a new girl except for Leah. Well, Leah's so down to earth. She's so cool. Like, I love the way, uh, that she approached this party. You know, she's like, oh yeah, this is icky. And in my view, it was totally soulless as a party. Um, and, and I used that, um, word to describe Jackson Brittany's wedding, by the way. It applies even more so here. It was so sanitized. And I get yes. it. They're yes. all insanely wealthy and they have to have a certain level of decorum, right? And if you don't have that level of decorum and civility, then you're beneath us, right? Um, but that's just lame, frankly. Yeah, and guess it what? It sounds stupid. You can tell that like these guys definitely have their other lives because you don't have like the most fancy uh well-equipped dj booth that has cameras going all around the house if you don't throw like crazy rager parties right oh obviously yeah and he has like some fucking sex sex swing chair swing yeah like Obviously, you have a crazy wild side, and it's funny because you got you got a little taste of that at moments, but they would always pull back. My favorite one was after Sonia was hitting on Justin, and there's this like really big dude who rolls up in the uh, hallway, and then Sonia like puts her belly to him, and she's like, "Oh belly my god, belly. Belly. oh my god, that killed me!" <laughs> and then the guy like whispers to her, and he's like, "You're you're beautiful," and and she's like, "You're handsome," and then he turns back to the camera. And he has the cringe and face. He's, he's yeah, like, he's like, Ugh. and then you hear Luann say, "Sonia, get away." He has a he has That's like a newborn William baby. Lindley has a wife and a baby. Yeah, he has a wife and a newborn baby. I'm like, what? Because he was ready to risk it all for Sonia. Oh my god, it was unreal. That party I mean, was batshit. Like, other than the fact that it wasn't technically batshit, like Sonia was a yes, tornado. Yes, yes. Tor- See, Sonia was what, nuts. That's what it was. See, that's the thing is like the party sucked. No, first of all, when she was like, "No gin, you guys don't have gin. This is a thirty million dollar house, and you don't have gin in this house." I was dying. I was like, "Sonia is coming here wasted." Like that was me in college when I would show up like a four loco deep to a party and be like. And everyone's waiting in a line to get in. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I'm Eddie Estrada. I'm getting, letting myself in. I would cut the line, let myself into the party. I'd be like, where's the alcohol? I need a drink. And you act like you own the place. Much like Sonia, I would be pushed out toward the end of the night or dragged out by friends because I didn't want to leave. Um, <laughs> because going belly to belly, um, I have not been a Sonia like that in a while. But um, but you have been. But I have been. I think if Sonia isn't at that party, it's them all like sitting around in a big circle and they're like, mm, pass the foie gras, please. And it's like super boring. Or as Leah suggested, it turns into an eyes wide shut thing. Oh, 100%. It's like yeah, one no, of those I, two. See, I It's don't like boring I, as hell or a sex call, right? But you yeah. throw Sonia in there and it's fucking fun as hell because like you had Ramona who's like super thirsty for John right so like she's doing this whole tour and Ramona's like going off with John because she like wants to see the house there's 10,000 square feet guys we have to move and Sonia is just screaming like oh yeah 10,000 square feet you're gonna measure that in memories or whatever the fuck she said like like I don't remember the exact word for word but she was just going off and like everything she was saying basically was like attacking their integrity attacking their authenticity like 
making fun of the absurd show of wealth and and just how you know how fraudulent it all is like as yes. if it makes you cool like and the guy even at times would kind of be self-deprecating because Sony's like, oh yeah, like I'm now hot for you. And he's like, yeah, I guess the house is making you hot, huh? And, and she's like, yeah, the house is making you hot. Yeah, I remember that when they were down at the bowling alley and she was like, oh yeah, this house is making you hot. And I was like, this guy understands that like he doesn't got much going for him except for this freaking house. Right, and at sad. least I guess he had some self-awareness about that. Yeah, he's a creep. I mean, Ramona was ready to, I don't even know. I don't understand. Also, I was dying at Dorinda breaking down how Ramona can slip in and out of dates at any time. Like, she's like this date, like, fairy. Like, I was screaming. She's like, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I have to go get a date. Like, oh, lunch date. I came back. Here's another date. Like, how is Ramona going on all of these dates all of the time? I don't understand, one, how she's getting them. Her Tinder must be off the chain. And two, like... Does she have like a car service like Uber? I don't understand. How does she like get around like a date mobile? I need to understand like how she does this. How many dates does she go on a week? What did these dates entail? What does she consider a date? Are they actually dates or is she just hanging out with men? Well, I think one. I have so many questions. We know it's clearly. Ramona, so she can only uh, be on one side of the highway in the Hamptons, right? So the square footage it isn't a lot, right? Because otherwise, yeah. it's it's not fancy enough for Ramona right it's not a good enough area so she's dealing with a small area so I think that's how she gets around mm. um, but two I think Ramona's a bit of a chameleon mm. right so that's how she can attract so many different people because depending on the person that she's with she's going to be a different person mm. it's a very Scorpio trait is that a Scorpio yeah, trait it's very it's yeah you kind of are a chameleon you can blend and mold and manipulate to get your way when she's with Sonia as she said she lowers herself which by the way was such a huge insult like that screw was, you for that saying that Ramona. that made me really mad i i really actually took umbrage with that um and then the fact that she said like when i'm around these people i have to elevate myself it's like how about how about you elevate the way you treat your friends that's what i yeah. said to ramona i agree i think ramona needs to elevate her friends and maybe de-elevate her delusion um speaking of but by the way this is what makes ramona brilliant she's so good for reality tv because she's She's, insane she's quite literally batshit all the time um but like i said speaking of delusion we need to talk about luann and luann's grand exit from the lower level (laughs) luann sends a text message that only luann de lesseps can send here's the thing if you you are going to pull it up i have it pull it up if you're if you're in a dank basement with spiders crawling all over you and and by the way the kicker of this is that ramona leaves a fridge full of alcohol in there classic ramona move classic ramona move it's just like leah said ramona it, it like makes their first group activity a visit to a winery knowing that two people in the group are trying to be sober you know, and I know Leah is drinking a little bit more nowadays, but still, Ramona doesn't know that. Yeah. And Ramona's like, let's go to a winery. Whoa, it's crazy that Luann doesn't want to go. As Leah said, um, not much of a riddle there. Yeah, obviously, so, it makes sense. So honestly, I don't hate that Luann left. Um, I mean, I guess we can we can critique um, the execution of how, how she left because, of course, it's Lou. She had to make a huge scene about it. Yeah, but, but I, I mean, I, I understand, too. It was... It wasn't the best room. But it's also classic Countess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are you ready for the text? (laughs) Yeah, read it, please. (laughs) 
thank you for your hospitality, Ramona. This is not the fish room part two. I live in the town you drive to every day because it's the best, and I have a beautiful home. I come to your home and I share it's the and share and it's share the bathroom with someone I don't know, or stay in the basement with spiders and the smell of dog piss. I'm shocked. I'm always the lowest on the totem pole. Good night from the lower level. And by the way, this was sent to Dorinda, not to Ramona. So Dorinda had to read this to Ramona the next morning. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's classic entitled Lou. But I did like that Ramona called Luann, um, apologized, and invited her back to the house. I thought that was a really like stand-up move of Ramona. Um, and I'm glad because it, it kind of would have blown up into something bigger. And I think it's going to kind of mitigate the issue moving forward. I'm, I can't wait till next week. Eddie. Next week, I'm stoked for Armin. Leah, this is in 1985. Don't be a socialite. Like, what? When she's naked on the grass and, like, throws the fireball flame, like, and I, this this is going to be next level, and it is something I cannot wait for. This is going to be one of the best episodes, I think, of Roni ever. My favorite part about it is that you get this moment where Ramona's like, this is my home. How could they do this to my home? And I really hope that they cut to a flashback of Ramona destroying Dorinda's house. Oh my gosh. Remember? Yes, and leaving, yes, leaving like early in the morning, not helping clean up, not helping fix anything. And then for a while, like refusing to pay for it. Yes. I actually don't even know if she ever paid for it. I don't think she did. Probably not. Just like she never paid for those dresses she stole from Bethany. So uh, I love seeing things happen to Ramona. You know, after Ramona has done those same th- terrible things to other people. That's the beauty of Ramona. Yeah, that's why I can't wait till next week. Uh, it's going to be, be great. so good. Uh, well, I think we mentioned it all for New York. I'm so glad these ladies are back. We mentioned it all. Sing it from the rooftops. <laughs> if you want to make sure you get all the things that we've been mentioning about in the future, make sure you guys are subscribed wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. If you guys are on the social medias, which most people are these days, lock and load and join us on there as well by searching at H-O-T in B-R-A-V-O-D. We're on Instagram and Twitter. Armin, how can people find you? You can find me at Armin. M-A-H on Twitter. And I'm at Eddie underscore Estrada on Instagram and Twitter. And we will see you guys next week.